0: hello all you high frequency females and human beings thank you for joining me on this episode and as always thank you for taking the time for yourself i am so excited for this beautiful guest today her name is sandy stomato and wow what a truly inspirational and incredible woman and human being just being her in her presence and having the opportunity to speak with Sandy, even though it was virtual because she lives on the other side of the world, it has honestly changed my mindset and opened my heart to so much positivity and light this episode we really dig deep into what limb dwelling is and you know what that means and you're probably thinking what the bloody hell is limb dwelling i really have to let sandy explain this one because i truly don't want to massacre this one but really listen to the story and how she stumbled across um what limb dwelling is and the beauty of how it changed her life and her mindset and I know this conversation today would probably change your mindset whether it's your life or the way you see other people and how they make their career choices uh, short term and long term so please enjoy your business is called. Introduce yourself to the amazing
1: world. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And it's um, Sandy Stamato and I have a business called Limb Dweller Transitional Coaching. Well, that's the name of my business. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's so um, we sort of connected and I did that little bit of a research of like what you do and it just sucked me down this hole of like, oh my God, amazingness because it's I'll, I'll let you explain it but it's something that I think so many people can connect to and I know that you know you specialise in 40 and above but after the pandemic or sorry 50 and above um, you know there's a lot of people that are in their 30s and 40s that are like oh my god there's so many things changing in the world so you know there's this younger demographic that's really Can connect with you I think um with what you do so I'd love you to you know explain what limb dwelling is and why it's yeah I think it's just so important for people to
1: know to remove the stigma around it right right and that's you know it's something that if you had told my 28 year old self that how many years later I would be talking on a podcast yeah. about a business that I created, yeah. you know, called Limb Dweller. And that I'm in the process of writing a book about limb dwellers. And that I've talked to women from all over the world. I mean from Slovakia to South Africa. To, I mean it's pretty amazing about the concept of being a limb dweller. Yeah. I would have said you're crazy. Yeah. But that's not the case. So you know, so when I was 28 years old i i think you probably saw the video that i did but i'm gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you the story because i just think it's It's so so, important it's so powerful
0: it really Ah. is powerful that video just sort of opened my mind and just wow just exploded a different pathway of
1: me thinking so i'd love love for you to share i'll tell you the story yeah So, so when I was 28, I was really lost. I mean, I was just, you know, I graduated in college and my sisters, I have a bunch of sisters and they were all accomplished and they knew what they were doing. And one's an attorney and one was doing insurance. I mean, it just goes on and on. And I felt like a big, I just felt like the biggest flake. I mean, I would try, <laughs> I graduated from college. I would try a job for like three months, you know, and then I quit and I tried for six months and I'd, you know, because I didn't. And that was my biggest thing I just felt like I was out of step with everybody else. And this one particular time, I called my mentor. Because I was going to quit another job. It's was just like, I'm a flake. I'm so vulnerable. And I called her office and her receptionist, um, who was just snarky, her receptionist answered the phone. And when she said, oh, she's not available, can she reach you at this number? I said, oh, no, 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 Linda, I changed my phone number. Yeah. And I'll never forget it. It was like, I'm looking at the phone, and I remember she said, like it was yesterday, she said, oh, watchy, or Sandy, rather. She said, we're going to have to start putting your phone number down in pencil. Mm -hmm. Ouch. And that, I mean, ouch. You know what I felt like? I felt like somebody had reached in and literally opened up my heart and my soul and just looked right into my, you know, essence of who I am and said, see, you're a flake. You're never going to make it. Mm-hmm. And that in that moment, um, I, it, I was heartbroken. Yeah, it was just like everything was, you know, sobbing, mm-hmm. sobbing, sobbing. At that moment, my mentor called me, loved that she is, she called yeah. me and after she heard my of tele- woe, you know, she said, honey, she said, you're not a flake, you're a limb dweller. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hoo, hoo, what? I'm a yeah. what? And she said, honey, you're a limb dweller. And I was like, what's a limb dweller? And she said, baby, there's two types of people, you know, in the world. She said that there's limb, or uh, pardon me, there's trunk dwellers. And those are people that stay at the base of the trunk. They stay at the job for 30 years and they love the view. It works for them. She said, but then there's those like us that we scurry up the tree and scoot out on the limb. And she said, sometimes it's windy, sometimes it's lonely, you know, sometimes it's scary. Yeah but oh baby what a view
0: yeah and yeah that's
1: just yeah, yeah. so that, you know what that moment I know right that moment that in that particular moment there was such a fundamental shift I didn't even know how profound it was I remember I stopped crying instantly and yeah. I was just I just I owned it I was mm-hmm. like okay I'm a limb-dweller yeah and after that I mean I tried different jobs there was no shame with it i still got a lot of grief because that's what happens for people that you know around pegging a square hole yeah but Mm -hmm. internally after i get my shame attack i go oh right 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 i'm a limb dweller i literally said that to my sister one time i said hey you know back off i'm a limb dweller and she's like okay (laughs) (laughs) you know it's kind of like when someone says you're so sensitive and you say you know you're right yeah and they have nowhere to go with it you know it's like you're right i am sensitive so you know I, i just you know i don't know where tracy got that tracy passed about. Through about four years, okay. she passed away suddenly. She'd been my mentor for like 25, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Just this incredible influence on my life. And this is partly, you know, it's a tribute to her. But it's also what I found is that no matter what the age, Mm-hmm. It really resonates with people because it's just, it's not like us against them. It's not a limb dweller against a trunk. No, right. we all need both parts of the tree, you know, to, to thrive. I guess because and you so- need
0: those limb, like the, the trunks, I guess, you know, to build that foundation so the limb dwellers can add and flourish, I guess, through business. And everything yeah, it's we do a
1: business and life and and it's really a way of thinking because i've met a lot of people that have stayed at jobs for 30 years that in their hearts parts are limb dwellers yes you know and limb dweller, limb dwelling is a way of thinking it's a way of looking at the view mm-hmm. whereas up uh, you know when when there's people for lack of a better you know way of describing it but trunk dwellers, a lot of times it's like they know that they're gonna you know in in some ways retire at 65 get a gold watch go travel yeah. the world which is amazing But the reason why i work with women in transition at this age at this particular age because there's always you know places that are vulnerable in a woman's life and a place where it's like wow i've got to make some choices Mm -hmm. but when you're in between 50 and 60 Mm -hmm. you're at the tail end of of a career or you know something and there's there's a significance to it because and it's really vulnerable because it's like what am i going to do now it's like i I don't have any models for it there's no role models my mom didn't go, "Oh, wow, I'm 60, I think I'll start a business." Yeah. You know, I mean, or it's 60 and I think I'll do something I never thought I could before because I can. Yeah. That wasn't even that wasn't even language she'd understand. Yeah. So that's a very long explanation, but that's that's what I do and I just it's it is yeah. it is a blessing. I love what I do. Yeah. I, love what I do <laughs> oh
0: I I just think it's absolutely amazing and I just think you're a truly incredible person because you you know are adding value to people's lives that you know might be just in that and it can be such a debilitating state when you're so confused and foggy in your brain of what you want to do because people link their value to what they do in life so right. much yeah. So if they're not doing something or a career that, you know, is deemed, I guess, you know, with no value, then that wrecks their self-esteem, I guess.
1: Yes, it really does. And that whole identity thing is just so critical. Um, I had a, when I was in my early 50s, I was doing really well in business. You know, it's just, I mean, I have to tell you, I love getting older. It's just rocking it. I love, I love getting older because it's just like. Anyway, that's all getting but so what? I'm getting do But you know
0: what? When you say that, I'm exactly the same because when I turned 30, I was like, "Yes, I'm going." Because I flew to Thailand. I was just living my best oh life. I'm, I'm already starting to plan my 40th. I'm 30. I just turned 36 last weekend, oh, and happy thank you. Yes. And I'm already planning my 40th with one of my best friends. So we're actually we're going to go to Vegas. We're going to go to the Caribbean, <laughs> Mexico
1: for a month, and just.
0: Yeah, we're all oh, about the celebration of the life. And so I get when you say you love getting older, 100% yeah.
1: get and that. And that is a mindset. That is it a mindset. Is. I mean, I'll just, you know, since we're going there, I'll just say that when I was a kid – my mom oh god my mom had such a great attitude about age I had um, three sisters yeah. and my mom I remember when my mom turned 40 my mom was like girls girls gather around and we're like okay and my mom said I'm tur- I'm turning 40 she's at the best magical years of my life just you wait you know we're yeah. like you know we're like <laughs> all right whatever but then when she turned 50 she's like 50 oh my god wait till you turn 50 and we're like okay and then when she turned 60 she's like life doesn't life doesn't even begin to you turn 60 and then when she turned 70 you know and it wasn't until she she took a fall in her late 70s and she started having some physical problems when age started becoming not such a joyful thing for her yeah and but but it's like that that joy but she still had that joy to be you know that doesn't just go away but she also just really loved she just she, my mom was ageless i that's my mom was yeah. always she was the one in the in the um uh you know assisted living that made everybody crack up yeah you're know, like like yeah the age would come <laughs> around and check on her and stuff you yeah know, because she always had a she just loved laughing so it's a, just a long way of saying that if any of your listeners now are dreading getting older yeah stop
0: yeah. change
1: your mind yeah change your mind start looking about what's amazing about it and look to people that love getting older because i work with people that that's the first it's called internal ageism right i work with people that that's some sometimes that's the first question i have it's like how do you feel about the age you're at yeah you know and that's where the stuff comes up and it's like oh god if anybody's listening right now you really have a choice Mm -hmm. you know Make up a whole grand story of how you feel being this age, honor it each decade or each whatever you want to do, but it's it's anyway, I that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> no,
0: get that. And it is it is so important, especially when you like a limb dwelling. I guess when you get to a certain age, you think, Okay, how much Work life? Do you have left? Do you ever? I think that's
1: any age. Yeah. Get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. So what's my legacy, and what's my you know exactly,
0: exactly. Um. So if someone were to go see you as a coach, you know, what is the process of you know opening them up through that transition period?
1: Yeah. It's it's I have this. Um. I have a it's a you know a three part deal, and what it is is it's confidence, its core and it's calling. Yeah. And so it's a three part it's it's a three month program but you know what it really is mm-hmm. I believe no matter what age no matter whether you're <laughs> 2 years old or you know 72 years old everyone has a calling. Yes. Just you know some of us just forgot Yeah, You know, we did so much of the nine to five that we forgot Mm -hmm. or we didn't want to listen Mm -hmm. or whatever happened. You know, maybe we got shut down so early that we just didn't have access to it. Mm -hmm. And so when women come to me, it's really, truly about their calling. They're like, you know, I'm at a certain age and I keep feeling like is this is this kind of it when I know yeah. there's more yeah and that's what the whole process is so the process is what confidence really is it's kind of cool I, I I won't go into too much detail but it's really fun I do this internal board of directors it's like yeah. get to know yourself at a different level and yeah. really what makes you tick and get everybody <laughs> <it> sounds <laughs> kooky but you know we yeah do. we have a lot of this you know chitter chatter and just get really clear on that so you can get everybody kind of pointed in the right direction it's like Get it quiet down a little bit. And then when you look at your core, it's like, what are the lens I want to look at as I look at what my next step is? So all this, you know, this process and this process is really honoring where you are in your life. But it's also like, let's look where we're going forward and get everything, get everything on the same page. Because calling, calling is, you know, it's, I always ask people when I start working whether I start working for them, how do you define calling? And almost without fail, when I'm talking to someone, they're like, it's that niggle. It's that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's that there's like that drumbeat. There's something no matter what age, Mm -hmm. no matter what age, there's something that's just saying, I don't, you know, is this, am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Because really, truly to me, what the beauty is, is getting alignment. Yeah, It's just like, there's just something so powerful about, I mean, I've never, this is like a hundred percent aligned. Yes. and I have this is just like life is kicking it you know and it wasn't always that way yeah. we all go through stuff it's you know it's it was a pretty circuitous but so anyway that's a, a long answer to a short question but it's really about listening to the calling yeah yeah listening to the calling and it's that bump bump and I gotta tell you if you don't listen to it it gets bump bump and then my case when I was in my early 50s I got into a really bad car accident. Oh. And that stopped me in my tracks, Yeah, literally stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. And that's where things, that's why I think, you know, I always say, listen to that drum beat, because if it's really strong, right? Yeah. If you're you're off track, be careful. And I'm not saying that the universe or God or whatever you want to say is, is like, ah, oh, I've got to get you. I don't mean it like that at all. It's just like, I had four car, I was rarited four times wow. before this. And then I, I got a really bad one. I had a traumatic brain injury. Oh, and yeah. so I was down for the count for a couple of years. Yeah. Two or three years. And it was the best thing that could happen. Yeah. To me. It's like the universe redirected
0: you. It's like, hang on, we yeah. gotta take you're not going in the direction you want. We're gonna detour you to find a way there.
1: Right? Yeah. And it was a very, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, and don't get me wrong, traumatic brain injury is a terrifying. Yes. You know, I, I thought I lost my, it was a terrifying experience. Mm-hmm. But even in the midst of that, mm-hmm. there was that little drumbeat. Yeah. It was like this little, like, we're not, we're still here, baby. Yeah. And that's honestly what got me through some pretty dark times. And then how I got to here is just a whole series of transitions. Yeah. And so, yeah it's that if if nothing else yeah if your listeners can take anything away from what i've you know from what these stories and what we're talking about is listen to that little tiny doo-doo, doo-doo. It's yeah. like, <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're a drum or a drum a, a, a trunk dweller or a limb dweller i believe we all have that calling mm-hmm. right it's just when you're a limb dweller it's a little tricky because we're out on a limb and there's so much to yeah.
0: look at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so what would you say to people that are like uh, wanting to make that you know they do have that limb dweller at heart but they've been stuck in their role for so many years what's the best advice that you could sort of to just get them to take that leap like is there anything you know to encourage them or support
1: you think Ah. Yeah. it's a tricky well, one. well you know I think that um People stay in jobs for a long time. If you have a family, you have kids, you have, there's a lot of times, especially for women, we have to put things on hold, Mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, we have bills to pay. And so we're, we're at these jobs. When I was 28, and because I owned it, you know, I was very lucky because that story was so pivotal to me that I started listening a little bit more internally. Yes, I really did. I didn't, you, if you had told me that at 28, I'd say, what are you talking about? You're crazy, but age, you know, upon reflection, yes, I really started listening to it. Now, how do you listen to that? Well, every year after that, just, you know, I don't know, by accident or design, I started doing a vision board every year. Mm-hmm. And so you know, that's quite a few years of vision boards. Yeah. And I would look, you know, I look back at them now and I go, oh my, there it was, you know, there, there it was all along the, you know, yeah. along the way. And that's a little esoteric, but for people that, that are in that point where they're like, God, I don't know. My, my biggest suggestion is get quiet and listen. Yes. If, if the, if the limb dweller story really resonates with you, if you feel like, wow, I've been out of step, yeah. you know, square pay a ground hole, own it. Yes. Because what we do is we try to normalize ourselves. Most of us try to go, you know, if I just act this way, or if I do my hair this way, I try to fit in. Stop trying to fit in. You don't. That is the suffering. You don't fit the way other people fit. You just don't. And there's no shame. It's a badge of honor. That's what I always say. It's like, it's a badge of honor, man. Own it, right? A hundred percent. Exactly. And then find other kindred spirits. Mm -hmm. That's it, you know, shame festers in isolation Mm -hmm. and, and that, that I'm the only one, it's a horrible feeling. So what I've suggested to other people is like, see if you can find a Facebook, like start a little group on Facebook or start looking at your friends that, you know, when you tell them you've got some amazing idea and they go, Oh, cool. Tell me about it. You may have a kindred spirit there. I also have a limb dweller quiz and I'm putting it back on my website. It should be up in a couple of weeks. And, and it's really just, it's, you know, it's not like it's really scientific, but it's just like, some things to think about like if if this is going on with you own it yeah just own it that's the biggest thing own it and then once you own it sorry once you own it um then you're able to like you know it opens up a dialogue yes i think i think it opens up a dialogue and it's almost like in the morning if you're a writing person you know most of us are so busy doing all this stuff but but you know, the gold is really in just taking a moment in the morning and say, hello, Colleen. What mm-hmm. do we have going on today? Hello, yes. lindwell Hello. <laughs> yes. Whatever you need to do to, to, to nurture that. Because it really, I truly believe it's a badge of honor. We aren't flaky. We aren't ADD poster children. We aren't. We just have a different way of looking at things. Yeah. And I have to say, too, there is real power in, like, my you know, the little animation thing that you saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that I've actually, like, I have a really good friend, um, 35 years friendship and she's a a quintessential trunk dweller, right? I mean, she owns it too now. She's like, oh God, I don't, I don't get y'all. But what happened is until we had that language, there was a lot of judgment. You know, I was, I thought she was stodgy and rigid and she thought I was flaky and, and it's like, no, we just, we, we look at life from two different van, you know, vantage points. Yeah so yeah a lot of it is just owning and then find your people find your people find your people yeah really that's what i'm going to be writing i'm in the process of writing book, and that's really what it's about find your people yeah find a place that's where you can sit in a circle of people or zoom you know whatever you want to do but find people that get it definitely because it is isolating
0: oh definitely and I guess like like your friend when you have that sort of you didn't have that language and that judgment you know that can really hurt your heart especially when it's someone you care about and you know even within certain business and roles you know if you are a limb dweller I feel, I feel like I'm a limb dweller at heart, but <laughs> I've been in the same role yeah, for I a few years. So. <laughs> but um, I see things very differently than a lot of other people because I think big picture always and how everyone can improve and master their own role and grow within their own role to take new responsibilities. So it's almost making – I wouldn't say limb dwelling as in positions, but um, – creating roles that are different and diverse and consistently growing so the people that are trunk or even limb dwellers that are stuck in you know the trunk dweller situation they can still have that little bit of freedom and growth at the same time a
1: little bit <laughs> within reason yeah. i guess yeah you know one of the things that's really interesting because i was thinking I, I worked in corporate america and mm-hmm. and it's just i worked in corporate you know for i was always kind of the one that made waves yes you know and i was always the one that kind of you know spoke up and had ideas and that's cool you know it's great right. if you find a business or a corporation or a, you know that 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 really it's like, oh, she's, you know, she's a put her in a think tank. She's that, she's that person. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. What I find the the struggle and the suffering is when I'm trying to explain myself to yeah. somebody and I'm shocked that they don't get it. Yes. I'm just shocked. It's like, oh, you know, I, what do you mean? Can't you see? And it's like, no, can't you see, Sandy? And I'm like, no, can't you know? Yeah. And that to me is because, you know trunk dwellers are amazing. Yeah. I mean they are amazing. They they have and their view is beautiful cuz they have a view, you know, and there's no there's no bad dog here. You know, no, there's no, no like problem. we're better than them or they're better than us and you know and it's like, you know, is everybody 100% this 100% that? No, it's just it's just terminology to free things up. Yes. Whether you're a trunk dweller or a limb dweller, mm-hmm. Own being a trunk dweller, it's awesome. Yeah. Get you you know, you the way you do things, you you know, love it. There's just so many more of trunk dwellers, and there are limb dwellers. Yeah, that it gets it gets a little. It, that's where it gets lonely. Yeah, we live in a world that's kind of.
0: But I love how yeah. you say there's so much um, like uniqueness. I guess in my terminology, it's like there's so much beauty in the uniqueness of every individual. That every individual brings so much and a different perspective. That, it yeah, you got to own that beautiful uniqueness because the world is so vast of different cultures and different ways of thinking so we need to really celebrate that instead of trying yeah. to make everyone fit within this certain parameter of this is how they are to be and to work and you know you go 9 to 5 you work live die essentially yeah yeah, yeah. and it's a, and it's a trap <laughs> it works for a trap. us yeah. you know it's, it's
1: for us you know it's it's so funny i did started interviewing women that are certain age, like some people, I said, well, what, what's your definition of retirement? What do you think about this? And there was, you know, there are people that were like, oh, God, I'm looking forward to it 65. I'm going to, you know, I'm done yeah. and we're going to go travel and we're going to do all this stuff. And, you know, it's kind of the gold watch thing. And, yeah. you know, there was part of me that went, wow, I'd love to have a 401k like that and be able to travel. It's but I'll travel because I'll travel and work or I'll travel and do an exchange thing or I'll travel and do speaking gigs or, you know, because, because that to me is just fun and juicy. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so it's just kind of a, it's, it's interesting how people define that. And I just find it endlessly fascinating, endlessly fascinating. I just have to tell you, I talked to a woman from Slovakia yeah. I did this international, um, summit. And so I, it was, I interviewed, I, I was interviewed for this thing and because of it, I got a lot of interest. So I talked from people from Nigeria, to, you know, like I was yeah. saying from Slovakia to, oh my goodness, from, from, um, Madrid to, uh, Jamaica. I mean, it was all of the, yeah. it was fascinating. The woman from Slovakia was because it was a, when she was growing up, I believe it was communist. And then it became semi-communist, uh, you yeah. know, honestly, my, 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 uh, historical knowledge of that country is sadly not as good as it should be. But I do, when we were talking, she said, you know, when I was growing up, there was no room for me to even question. Yeah. And she said, and now I have the freedom to question and I don't know how. And it was really heartbreaking. And at the same side of the coin, it was like, she always had that calling. She always had that, you know, I know there's more, but she, you know, when she was young, she had like three routes of business you know, three options like teacher. And I mean, it was really structured what she could or could not do. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you know, she's got this freedom and she's in her, you know, she was in her fifties and she's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. you know? So, you know, it's a powerful story because it's like, you know, we have this freedom to just do it because we you know, we can explore all this thing. Yeah. And at the same side of the coin, people that don't have that freedom still have the calling, yeah. you know? So, yeah, definitely. Anyways, I guess I,
0: we're, we're just lucky because we live in like you're in the States, I'm in Australia where yeah. we have so much opportunity um, yeah. to do the things that we love. I feel Australia might have a little bit more freedom in regards to what we can do because our wage wages are a lot higher and we don't actually have to go to university to get a six-figure uh, income like it's not a oh, thing yeah so you can get management ah, and get yeah so um yeah to go to university it's we can go if we want to and if we don't we can still get amazing opportunities and and jobs and so it, it is amazing so yeah, yeah. so uh, people I find in Australia a little bit yeah, they, there is a lot more limb dwellers here in Australia. I know so many, so many of oh, them. That's, so that's wonderful. Yeah, so it's just amazing that, you know, in the terminology, I have to share the video on all my socials that you've got on your oh. website because, oh. honestly, it's changed the way I think of even my friends that are even more limb dwellers than I am, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah, and because yeah. I know a few of them sort of have that, that that shame around that because of their families that are those trunk dwellers, yeah. I guess. Yeah,
1: you know, and, and sometimes think- it's just people that are scared that you're acting. You know, like parents. Yeah. You know my mom i know my my mom would have like loved to do her life differently she always says oh i'm so grateful i had you kids it's like yeah yeah tell me more about it. yeah you know she would have loved it you know yeah. but she was also she wanted to make sure her girls were safe yes but but i was always the one that you know i hope my sisters aren't listening to this, but i was <laughs> always the one that my mom as i got older my mom was always like what are you up to now yeah. which was so interesting because I was younger. She never told me what to do. My mom was really cool that way. She never told me what to do, but she was always like, let's think it through a little bit, yes. you know? And um, yeah, so that, but, you know, so, but there's, you know, I think people people get nervous and, you know, like anything, I think people get nervous when things are rocky and shake the, you know, we're, we're let me, let me rephrase that. If if we're going to use that analogy of the limb dweller, you think about it, we're on a limb. So we're used to the wind and we're used to holding on. And sometimes it's scary and thrilling and where you look at are you, even bobbing. And if you think about it, if you're a trunk, you know, if you're a trunk dweller and it's bobbing like that, that's the earth. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not just, Oh, a limb. This is like, Whoa, the mm-hmm. whole structure. So that's why, I always think that there's such grace in really having that understanding. It's just another way of understanding. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to share, I was uh, a speaker at a seminar in, I this is before I really full on own limb dweller right mm-hmm. my business I knew internally I was a limb dweller it took me a while to like externally call my business that because mm-hmm. it was hard I was i had been a business coach I've been a very successful businesswoman I thought oh what do people think you know so it was a process right mm-hmm. this just doesn't happen like overnight at least for me mm-hmm. um it didn't and this one so I told the story of limb dweller Um, my business used to be called the simplified path and I was a business consultant and I just told her about the you know I told this whole audience and as I was wrapping up to go this young woman came up to me she was like 19 and she was sobbing yeah she said thank you she said I have felt like there's something wrong with me my whole life you know and it was like those are those moments where you know it was like wake up it's like Sandy pay attention to that it wasn't an ego thing because this isn't you know, if it was an ego thing, this is this is this is not an ego thing. It was more like just a, a recognition that you know that this can make a difference yes. in someone's life, and that's a powerful, way more powerful than than you know somebody handing me a check. Although I would love the check, yeah. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. Yes. <laughs> but
0: honestly, like, um, I think you've so much knowledge and just you can help so many people more than I think you realize because they're oh, wow. I think it the just the way it connected with me and I know that there is so many people that are mm. going to be and I think the earlier they realize the difference between limb dwellers and trunk dwellers it's going to open their mind because I wish I knew about this years ago yeah.
1: I, I wish I knew yeah.
0: this when I was younger not when I'm 36 because it would have yeah. changed my entire mindset
1: completely yeah. but you know if you think about it you're you know chances are you're about halfway through your life
0: no I'm th- I'm planning place. to live to 200 Sandy okay I'm so, <laughs> <terribly>. <laughs> a
1: fourth of the way I just hope you have a lot of money is my philosophy
0: <laughs> I have this Whatever idea are and, in the spectrum. <laughs> uh, this is so random but I have this weird thought that aliens are going to come to earth and give us this magical drug that we're going to live a lot longer I don't know why I just have have this feeling that sounds like a great show in my head I know in my head I'm like I'm living to 200 (laughs) I don't know where this I just know I'm living to 200
1: wow (laughs) random I know random you know what folks listen to it you heard it here yeah (laughs) (laughs) you can tell I'm older because I go wow how would I afford to live that long? and I'm like Oh, I could
0: do a whole. it anyway, yeah. Don't get me going. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I'm all about winging it. I wing majority of the things in my life. Um, you know, even when there's a project and there's knowledge I don't know, I'm there googling. I I try and just make it happen yeah. for myself, and yeah. and you know, sometimes I'll say yes to things and be like, okay, now I've got to actually back myself to do that, get that knowledge, right. so I can make it happen.
1: Right. Right. So, so let me ask you, have you been shamed for that? Have you ever been, you know, questioned or thought, you know, it sounds, I mean, if you, what's your career path like? Tell me about that. Cause usually the career path is how we can track the limb dwellingness. sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, I actually went to university. I studied uh, business and psychology. I didn't finish my degree. I do have a diploma of business um, marketing and also another diploma in retail management as well. Um, And so then I sort of got into retail while I was at university and I then changed from a cosmetic company then to a completely amazing fashion brand where I started in a lower-grade store to then like an A-grade amazing big store to then getting into loss prevention and um, stock take coordinator position for my state. Um, Yeah, which was amazing. Truly, (laughs) truly incredible company. Like they're absolutely beautiful company where they celebrated the women. I was there for almost eight years um, and they created roles like, um, yeah, and just inspired women. They really just did to keep their team um, and they actually paid for my retail management um course as well my diploma which was amazing uh and then I actually moved back to Cairns with my partner who wanted to move back to Cairns so now I work for a interior design and decorating business here in Cairns so which is amazing a totally different career path again so and now I do a lot of um the HR sort of side of things within that as well as doing interior decorating as well so
1: (laughs) you know and you know what I love about that It's like, when you look at it, it's like all roads lead to Rome, right? There's always that creativity and that spark. And I think that's the thing, like I have 35 years in marketing and sales and advertising. I did all, I mean, if you looked at it, you'd be like, what, you know, but they all led me to here. And so it's kind of an interesting, what you're bringing up is a really interesting thing. Like with all these different jobs that you had, it's like, there's always a thread yes you know and i'm yes. talking about like the, you know i'm talking about more than just the limb dwellingness. i mean that takes the shame away yeah. so that it's like let's look at the, the 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 common thread that that weaves its way through all of it because that's your calling mm-hmm. right that's your calling and it's like i think that's again the struggle and the and the suffering happens when we're trying to fit yeah. somewhere that it just doesn't fit yeah. you know if you're there's some amazing i mean amazing jobs out there mm-hmm. this is not just most of the people i work with are entrepreneurs but there's so many great jobs out there and companies out there that it's almost like again to your listeners if they're at a point where they're looking at career things when you recognize your own kind of that 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 little spark of whatever it is whether you're a trunk dweller or a limb dweller listen to feel that when you go and interview feel that when you go think about a business think about that because that is really Mm -hmm. another way of just accessing the essence of who you are yeah you know and following that because I mean I listen to your I listen to your curve path and I'm like of course I mean there are a couple of them are like ooh, that's good there must have been really cool people there and I'm like (laughs) you know (laughs) but you know I mean it's like but it makes sense to me it might not make sense to somebody else looking at your your resume or um do you call them resumes yes yes Okay, good. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, somebody else may look at that and not get that there's such a through line like that to me shows where your calling is. It's pretty amazing.
0: And do you know what I do for the organization I work for? I do a lot of the uh, interviews and doing advertising for the positions. And so I actually see hundreds of resumes all the time. So I actually get to see the insides of Okay, and I always think when I see a job that's only like say six months, or I I have a look at the organization. I actually research the organization as well. To and actually there's a what's the website i think it's called Glassdoor, where you can actually have a look at yeah. that company right. and have a look at you know the reviews that other team members have said so then i actually have a look and be like okay well this person could have actually resigned because it didn't align with their values or or whatnot as well so it's not just uh-huh. about um them being flaky i guess as <laughs> i that's yeah. re and the whole limb dweller has made me reassess that whole hiring process of why, you know, people might not have stayed within that, that position. And a lot of the time I see people that are completely overqualified for the positions they're even in, you know, Mm. you know, there's people that have complete full accountants that have done, I, I don't know what it's called there, but it's a CPA where they a fully qualified accountant but they're doing like just um, administration bookkeeping sort of roles um, over and over because there might not be a lot of accounting positions essentially Um, so you know they might not have had those challenges that they love and things that really drive them so to look at a resume from that point of view your whole limb dweller especially in the last couple of weeks, has really made me reassess our hiring process
1: as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And how, how so? You mean because of the – yeah. do they align with their own values or –
0: Yeah, well, it's actually looking at those people that, you know, are staying in positions for shorter periods of time where normally we would have been like, oh, no, they're not staying in a position as long. Gosh. But it's actually asking them why. So why aren't they staying in their position? Yeah. And actually looking at their qualifications, looking at, you know, the roles that they had within that role and their capabilities kind of things. So we're reassessing those position people a little bit more. I guess because it's made us rethink because anyone when you're looking at a resume when you are hiring somebody you know you look at the people that have stayed within roles a little bit more because as a hiring you want someone that's going to be there for a while because you don't want to train another person in a you know six months time so you automatically go to that person that has had more experience and within a role and so many years within a role Does that make
1: sense? (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I was, of course it makes perfect sense because I was thinking about the last job that I had where I worked for somebody else. I was there for eight years as well. Yeah. And I remember when they were looking, I was working for, um, uh, I was working for my advertising experience. I was bringing, I was working for a for-profit for a nonprofit. So we have, I don't know if, are you familiar with NPR? It's kind of like PBS for TV or BBC or, Okay. so it's, Yeah. So it's, it's public radio. It's, it's a, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing. Um, And I worked you know that it's a nonprofit, so yeah. that right away you think, oh, you don't make any money. But I worked for a for-profit within this nonprofit, so okay. we were contracted. yeah So I got to do what I'm so good at doing. I was really good at advertising and marketing, and all that stuff. And but I got to do it at a place that just I believed 110% in mission. I loved what I was doing. And I remember though, when I was getting hired, when I was in the process of interviewing, I remember. My boss, Kirk, at the time when he was interviewing, he said, hey, look, I see that you jumped around a lot, yeah. you know, you're two years here and a year and a half there. And two. And he said, you know, you know, kind of why should we hire you? And I looked him straight in the eye and I said, because look at what the wealth of information and the wealth of knowledge I'm bringing to your organization. Yeah. I'm not stuck in a, you know, a one lane, you know, highway of information. I've got a 360 view. Yeah. And I want to stay here. I wanted to stay at some of those other jobs, but there were, sometimes there was a value yes. split. There was something that was going on that it was like, I couldn't, it didn't feel right. Yes. And I had to honor that. And he just lit up. He was like, okay, I get this. And it was like, thank you. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's do this. All right. I'll work here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't quite yeah. that, you know, but it was pretty much what it was like. Like I knew at the end of that interview, I thought, you know, you know, he's kind of a, he was kind of a, a tie kind of straight, you know, yeah. a cropped up kind of guy, but it was really clear at the end of that. I thought either he gets me or he doesn't. Yes. So, yeah. you know, so it, to your point, it's really, you know, people that interview with you are very lucky. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's really, I mean, that's kind of a haven for people that, yeah, that. You know, we're always trying to come up with excuses why they were here, that they were there. Mm -hmm. And to the point, you know, and, and in fairness to an employer, if you have a job that is, it wouldn't be a good fit if within that job, it did, there weren't enough things to keep that limb dweller flourishing. Exactly. You know?
0: Yeah. And I think even when you're with, like, in a position, even after a few years and you are a limb dweller, Like for myself, I have to create new things to do and approach your employer to say, you know, I'm loving what I'm doing but I want to, you know, do something else a little bit more. What other responsibilities and roles can I do within that to light my world up and have that open and honest conversation, you know, because you can love an organisation that and your values align but, you know, you can become bored and stale as absolutely. well so I think yeah, you know absolutely. if you're finding yourself before I guess you've resigned, I guess maybe have those conversation of this is where you're at this is what I want to do you know you could actually change completely still stay within that business and that organization but change roles yes.
1: and you know yes. you could
0: change from a marketing department to customer service or or whatever right. or design or whatever you want to do within that and that's right. so
1: exciting so exciting. It's really exciting and it freaks people out sometimes if you're at the wrong
0: place. Well do you know where I am at the moment I started at one position and now I'm in a completely different position within that organization so but it's about having those conversations but I'm a really open person. (laughs) Yeah
1: (laughs) well and I was thinking you know to to your point is starting that conversation with yourself. Yes. Because the thing is is that that is so crucial. I mean you know, it's it's okay, kind of like I can, can, can keep beating that drum, but it's like, unless I have that that internal conversation with myself. And I think it's kind of a fun time to tell you, this is something that I've been doing with my clients. I love doing because I do it all the time. <laughs> I have, I, was, I mentioned it kind of briefly. So the first thing I do is um, we create your internal board of directors so the whole idea is that you you and and your listeners can do this you know i just want to share this because it's such a cool thing to start the ball rolling that you write like a a, something that's kind of juicy like something you're having a lot of internal tug of war like should i take this job or shouldn't i right or or you know whatever it is and you write that literally on a piece of uh, paper and in the middle of the paper and then you just start jotting down the different thoughts like it might be you know not again. Are you going to quit again? Oh my God. And then someone else is like, you know, by the way, do you know that those pants make your, your, your butt look big? (laughs) I mean, all the thoughts that can happen at the same time. And it's like, yeah, I want to do this, get off my back. I want, you start like literally writing down these responses and, and what happens with, with myself and with my clients is after they start noticing that we start naming each one of those voices. Right. So it's not, you're not crazy. Everybody does this. I want to just say, this is not a Sybil, you know, <laughs> putting things yeah. together. if Anybody's old enough to remember that book. But I mean, so it's just like these names. So for example, I have JJ, she's Judge Judy. Yeah. Oh, busy, busy, busy girl. And then I have Fatty Annie who has many comments about my body. And I have, you know, and it kind of goes down this list. And the reason why it's so powerful is that I'm the president. Yes. So I call a board meeting. Mm -hmm. And I literally make, you know, I have these worksheets that I give my clients. And so there's a there's an actual like an it's a worksheet where it's an actual aerial view of a table with chairs, empty chairs, and we put the names around the table, right? And here's the thing that's so powerful. When most of us make choices and decisions, we're just listening to the loudest voice. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's the quiet voices. Those sometimes, those are the things that have so much wisdom and mm-hmm. in your intuition and so many other things that that get drowned out. Yeah. So the idea of this board meeting is as the president, I call the meeting, mm-hmm. I listen to everybody's opinion, and then I make the decision. And that's how people get confidence in making choices in their life, yeah. right? And then you have this table and then you have some empty chairs and it's like, who do you want to welcome to the table? You know, these voices have been around, but maybe you want some new board members. So like with JJ, with Judge Judy, I literally have someone called the, um, I I call her the big C for compassion. Yeah. So sometimes, those, so literally, it's so funny, sometimes those two have a conversation, you know, and it's like going back and forth. And finally, as the president, as someone who's listening to all this, I'll finally say, guys, I made my decision. You two can take it offline, but for right now, meeting adjourned. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Love and it. it sounds really, oh my God, it's so powerful. I've done, I do this frequently. Like if I wake up and I'm always kind of stirred up about something and I'm kind of ping-ponging in my head, I'll sit down, I'll go, okay, I'm calling a board, I'm calling a meeting and I literally will put, I've got the little one, the one that gets afraid. I've got the, um, the rager. I've got the, um, uh, Oh, the, uh, bling girl. Oh, that's she's, she's my creativity gal that if she doesn't get expressed, she acts out. I like her. And I have, <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. She's, am- she is amazing. <laughs> so I have some, you know, yeah. and it's funny because, you know, I've worked with people that have PhDs. I've worked with people that have, you know, no matter where they are on the spectrum, they all get that we all have this stuff going on. But it's just a way to start the conversation. Yeah. To And what it really is, it's so that it quiets things down so you can listen to your calling. Yeah. So you can listen to like, is this the right job? I'm sitting in you know, in an interview with this, you know, this wonderful woman. And it's like, you know, does this make sense? Yeah. Am I feeling it? But when there's so many voices that go, the money's good. You should stay. Oh, so, you know, I what about my values? You know, skip your values, man. The money's good. You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Back and forth. You, you know, so that's really the practice that has made such a difference with my clients and with myself. Mm-hmm. I just feel more centered now, and I've been doing this for about I know a while. But this, I went through a transition about a, a big transition about four or five months ago, and I did this all the time, and that's how I started getting to where I am now yes. so it's just this really it's playful too because it's got to be a little play right oh, definitely. and I've got like I've got the big the um big anyway I, I just I've got all these folks and it's you know and it's helped me a lot of times when I'm in situations where I'm starting to get kind of squirt, like, like, you know, want to pick a fight with my husband or something. And I just, I, <laughs> I now I'm <laughs> at the point where I literally step aside and go, okay, all right, we're doing an impromptu what's going on. And I don't say it out loud. So people don't think I'm crazy, but it's given me so much access to my internal world and everybody just get everybody on the same page. Nobody's out to get me. They all, everybody wants nothing but the best for me. They just don't think I'm listening. So they get louder and louder. And so when that gets so loud in my head and that tug of war is happening, I can't see what's in front of me at all you
0: know so well that's an amazing and wonderful tool and i know i'm going to be doing that as soon as we get off the air
1: then <laughs> i'll send you yeah i'll send you that i'll send you the thing oh it's so much fun you'll love it oh, oh yeah lovely. you'll get yeah. Kick well, it yeah
0: thank you so much for joining is there anything oh my goodness, love, love no, last minute ads that you just love the listeners to know
1: Oh, I'm sorry, well but I missed that. Oh,
0: that's okay. Um, is there any last minute things you'd love the listeners to know? Um, you oh. know, any last minute words of encouragement?
1: Oh, I just want to say that if anybody out, you know, anybody that's out there that's listening to this and feels alone, you aren't. You are not alone. And that is like so critical. Find your people, yeah. you know, find your people. And if you're in, if you're age between 50 and 60 and you're going through that vulnerable time in your life and you, you want a place to, to just a safe haven to sort it out, they can reach me at limbdweller.com, sandy yeah. at limbdweller.com. And I will also, my website, I'm in the process of redesigning my website. I'm going to have some things like the quiz and some other things on there. So mm-hmm. I'll make sure I'm going to, we're, we're doing that this in the yeah. next couple of weeks. And so it might be a good place to visit.
0: Yeah. And what is your Instagram handle?
1: It's uh, Limb Dweller. Everything's Limb Dweller. Limb dweller perfect. Yeah, and I'll add my... that all to the show notes as well. Oh, and I'm going to try and get,
0: if possible, get that video somehow to share it on my socials because
1: I just know oh, it's going to change you. the
0: way that we all think. Really,
1: oh. really will.
0: It's going to help so oh. many people.
1: Oh, thank you. And this is just... What and keep doing you. This is great. Yeah, keep doing you. Yeah. I love it.
0: And I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on today and oh, just making the you. time. I really appreciate
1: Absolutely. it. Thank you. Bye. Bye.